All right. Welcome to another episode of the Speech Change Repeat podcast today with Dima Gazda. Hi, Dima. How are you doing? Great. Uh, intense, quite intense period for us. I can imagine. Uh, I, I know uh, the January has started off uh, quite, quite intense, as you said, but we will get into this in a, in a short minute. But I'm very excited to, to have you on the show today um, because... You know, in the beginning of the year, my, my friend and I, we, we, we did kind of like a recap of, of, of our podcast last year and what we, what we planned for this year. And we said, like, we want to put people in front of, in front of our audience, you know, and, and put people into the spotlight that, you know, are like hidden gems. So you don't have them on the radar, but they're it, like they're, their story and the things they're working on is, is so amazing that uh, it's, it's totally worth it, you know, to, 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 to find out about them. And to put them into the spotlight. So, you know, you, you're the founder um, of a company that's called Esper Bionics. You are from Ukraine, and um, you do some very, very interesting work. But we will get into this in in a minute. But, you know, let's let's start uh, let's start at the beginning. Let's start with the most obvious question. Uh, that is, you know, who is Dima? Where, where are you coming from? Uh, what's kind of your background, you know, what's the story here and how did you end up where you are today with, you know, uh, building Esper? Sure. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, so first of all, thank you for having me today here. Um, I'm, uh, I'm originally a medical doctor, electronic engineer. Um, before Esper Bionics, I have founded uh, uh, three international companies had one exit. As for Bionics, we have started three years ago as a team of five with a uh, clear uh, vision that uh, uh, we believe that electronic implants will have the biggest positive impact on humanity. We see how uh, that technology stack will eliminate a lot of diseases, prolong lives, uh, fulfill lives one day of billions of people. And uh, uh, we were uh, searching ways to get expertise in that field. And uh, uh, we, we bet that a lot of uh, kinds of electronic implants will emerge first in the prosthetic industry. And only after that will expand all over the world to billions around the world. Why? Because Electronic implants need big external wearable for charging, data receiving, and data processing. And prosthesis are ideal for that. And there are millions who already use it. So uh, we have the goal to transform the prosthetic industry. We have developed already and bring in here uh, the first prosthesis with the right architecture suitable for electronic implants and are connecting prosthesis under one platform. So, um, and our first products are the robotic prosthetic hand. Uh, the first is fast and precise prosthetic control and uh, the uh, software platform, Asper platform, that improves controllability of connected prosthesis. So uh, that is shortly about uh, uh, what we are doing and where we are going right now we are we are already team of 20 and uh, we have already a VA registered product we are us company yes we are originally from ukraine and right now i'm uh on in our r&d facilities in kiev we have uh, a headquarter in new york and r&d facility in uh, kiev ukraine and uh uh, our U.S. is our first uh, uh, and the main market for us, and the product is uh, ready for the U.S. market. We have started from close uh, community of users in the, in the East Coast, and uh, that that is kind of beta test. And after beta test, I think in May and June will be available in the U.S. market in uh, uh, many clinics. Yeah. You know, how, how, how did you, how did you choose Esper? Because I mean, you have a medical background, right? So uh, there, there is a connection in, in that sense, but this is not easy, right? You're, this is not, um, 
some consumer app or or you know something in e-commerce or whatever this is like this is hardware and hardware is always more difficult right it's 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 both actually right it's a, it's it's software and hardware so how did you choose how did you choose asper in, in the sense of literally saying like you know we are able to manufacture these amazing these amazing devices because um you know for everyone that that is that has not heard before um about esper you should definitely check check out check out uh, their video you just like type in esper bionics on youtube and, and and watch the video it's incredible but we're gonna get into this but like how did you start with this like one one day you said like okay we're gonna go into prosthetics but like you know what's what's the story behind behind this here yeah, uh, so um, my background, medical and uh, electronics, by my background, I, um, I can make some assumptions with my expertise. And uh, uh, our assumption is about uh, importance of uh, electronic implants long run. And uh, our, like, finding the ways to get the needed expertise uh, again, uh, that uh, uh, that is uh, that is that is a result of our expertise. So uh, I was uh, I have tried to to understand how to get get uh, how to get there faster, and by understanding how electronic implants work, and uh, uh, that they will need most of kinds of electronic implants will need big external wearables. Uh, I have started to research assistive devices, many kinds of assistive devices. And uh, uh, I, I had one uh, accident, like coincidence, that uh, uh, helped me to, 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 to research the prosthetic market itself. I was a surgeon once. Uh, um, during during study, I was uh, working in Finland, and uh, we had uh, we had uh, urgent case go after a car accident, and uh, after the uh, accident, I found out, found out that uh, um, she's from 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 my location, and uh, we have uh, talked uh, with her after the. Uh, operation like for four months uh, in the car accident she lost her hand and she was extremely brave and uh, uh, after i came back to home to uh, to kiev i have uh, uh, i've uh, um, failed to to find her i was uh, really tr uh, we haven't used any social medias uh, so social networks and uh, uh, I knew only her name, a surname, and uh, like date of birth. Birth, and uh, I've tried even to try her uh, with help of uh, police, and uh, I, I couldn't. But uh, 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 more than ten years after that, uh, when when I literally was uh, uh, researching the uh, the ways to get to electronic implants, I like Facebook shown her to me like it could be your friend and uh, uh, I have started to study her case and uh, to dive deeper in prosthetic industry and uh, I have seen a great business opportunity here and uh, that was perfect fit by architecture suitable fit like to to uh, for farther activity on electronic inputs and uh, 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 like puzzle was solved you know, understanding that uh, you should go in that kind of assistive devices and uh, 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 there will be business opportunities that can finance your uh, R&D activity on electronic implants later. And that's, uh, that looked uh, very uh, uh, reasonable. And uh, uh, after that, I had a lot of... Uh, Mm, meetings with experts from the market and a lot of uh, like uh, 50 maybe maybe more uh, amputees people like that that are in need of that kind of solutions and we have uh, 
um, we, we have seen that, yes, that is possible to create product here. Mm, that is, uh, uh, that's not cheap product, like it's not like uh, some wearable or some smartwatch that should be uh, more expensive, but they should be covered by uh, insurance, by insurance reimbursement, by social policies of exact countries. So that is possible from business and engineering point of view, and we have started that. That, uh, that that's how we have started. And uh, uh, for for me personally, that long run uh, by uh, changing lives of people, and then coming to a technology stack that will change lives of billions of people. That's kind of, that's the most interesting path uh, where you can. This kind of uh, you exchanged your you exchange your lifetime for the biggest impact possible. Um, that kind of ways bring the they are the most interesting. Uh, yeah, they are very challengeable, but uh, uh, they, they bring satisfaction in the end. <laughs> you look back and uh, you see how you. Uh, what have you done? Okay, uh, Dima, I, I, I agree with you. This is definitely um, definitely very interesting in the sense that um, it's as you described it, right? It's uh, it's a it's a topic to work on, which which can kind kind of be like a, a life life contributions, right? You could work your entire life on this <laughs> for the for for the for the next 30, 40 years or so, and and um, you know because this is such an intrinsic intrinsic uh, uh, topic, right? So there's a high intrinsic motivation because you can impact people's life on, on, uh, on the most important aspect, right? Which is health. Um, so, you know, how, how did you kickstart this off? Like, how did you, because, you know, this is not just like programming, uh, you know, software or whatever, you know, and, and, and then uh, trying to find customers that are going to use it, right? This is and not, not just like, um, selling stuff online or, or i don't know putting an app into the app store uh this this is this is hard right you 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 need r d first you need to, to build a prototype you need to test it how did you how did you finance it in the beginning as it was uh as far as it was my personal um money from uh companies i have built before um, in a year and a half, we have we had uh, our first investment round. Um, so uh, we have started this team of five. Uh, four of us were engineers, and uh, uh, we have started to build uh, the first prototype. With that prototype, we can visit prosthetic clinics and to discuss real, uh, like real problems without uh, them uh, thinking that we are just dreamers. And uh, yeah, we have done first prototype. Uh, with that prototype, I remember we, we have won one, uh, like the biggest com uh, engineering competition in Ukraine. And uh, uh, after that, uh, uh, oh, we, in a year, Year after one year after that, we have uh, built our MVP and had the first user. Um, the product was MVP was not reliable, like long term, and we had uh, after that like five or seven, yeah, yes, seven iterations. Uh, so now the product is completely di different, very durable. And uh, the software part is uh, advanced. So, what were what were milestones basically? Um, you know, obviously, you did not go to to the US from day one. How how what, what did you need to achieve in terms of, um, you know, getting into market? Um, I don't know. Then, you know, you said in the beginning you find finance it yourself. Did you when did you start to get like an early investor in or you know, because you know, for for this as well, you, you need a you need a team, right? You cannot pull this off yourself. So you you would need to have people um, very very early on. 
Um, how 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 did that look like? Uh, after the first MVP, after the first user, uh, we have uh, we have got our first investment round, and uh, before uh, before that, it was fully financed by uh, by me. In March, we will be three years old, and uh, uh, after after one year uh, from uh, starting the the uh, company we have uh, we were already the u.s company the first our financial round was for u.s company and uh, uh, we have part of our team are in new york area right now uh, most of engineers are in kiev yes here we uh, have the main r d uh, processes so uh, the plan was uh, to build uh, the MVP, to uh, raise uh, uh, money and to build the market-ready product. Market-ready product took uh, longer than we have planned, yeah. uh, one and a half years more. Uh, yeah. So two and a half years we were developing the products that were uh, that have been finally registered uh, recently and FDA registered and uh, now we can sell it uh, uh, all over the US but we are going by close uh, community of users yeah. that work in our wait list mm, yeah. it's possible to apply to wait, to the wait list on our website mm -hmm. okay and who was who the who was the first investor like what was it out of the Ukraine or uh, uh, was it out of the US? Uh, Ukraine, that was from Ukraine, that was first investor of uh, Ajax company. It was a huge hardware company that, uh, 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 that is expanding worldwide. Mm, they are close to billion dollar valuation, I guess. And uh, SMRK is the fund we uh, have started with. They have the best expertise in hardware because we were the first uh, investor of that company. And uh, they have seen all the stages of uh, growing, developing, uh, establishing manufacturing facilities, etc. Mm -hmm. And do you like, so in terms of the hardware, do, do, do you source uh, did you source in 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 in, uh, in Ukraine or or where did you source basically materials, components, uh, sensors? So, uh, so we have uh, all the hardware is proprietary. Uh, is proprietary, of course. Electronic components are of the shelf, but uh, uh, like so, we have uh, international suppliers. And uh, we, uh, we we don't don't work much with Chinese suppliers. Um, assembling itself is done right now in our uh, on our R and D facilities because we don't need on that stage my, many uh, devices. Less than two hundred uh, a year is possible to assemble in our on our facilities uh, and. Uh, uh, assembly line and our future manufacturing facility can stay in Kyiv or can be located in US or Poland. We have options right now. Yeah. The most uh, reasonable of class that's to 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 build it in Kyiv, Ukraine. That's a cost effective, and our R and D facility is close. Will be if. Our R&D facility will be close to our manufacturing line that makes much faster iteration on the product. Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting. So, you know, I, I discovered you partly as well because I saw a video of you, uh, of, of you guys, right? And, and you, you, I think on your YouTube channel, you have two videos. <laughs> and one, 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 is, one went, went absolutely viral. Uh, I think right now it has like 15 million. And the interesting thing is, you know, it reminded me, it reminded me of, of like a, a Boston Dynamics video. You know, because 
uh, Boston Dynamics video also, like when they publish a video, like the entire world always sees them. And I think it's just because people are amazed by what they see because it looks so futuristic and it looks so surreal and, 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 um, and amazing that, that that's why it like, it, it reaches so many people and the same goes for your video. So that's, that's the, that's the amazing part because like, because it, it went viral because it looks surreal because it looks so freaking amazing. It, it, it's like, it's like the, the, the device looks like it's, it looks so sleek and it looks so great. And then the, the, the functionality of it, it, it's just, it's insane. So let's talk about that video when, when you produce it and when you put it live, did you expect it to like, to, to, to reach a lot of people or, you know, or what was your expectation there? And, and then tell me about, you know, as a result of this video going viral, what, what happened, you know, what, what are the, what were the outcomes besides obviously people reaching out to you to kind of, you know, interview you or like get to know you, but like from a business perspective, you know, what, what were the positive outcomes of that? Yeah. So, um, uh, the video, we made the video just to show the product and uh, the user. It was kind of part of our uh, periodical uh, update for, uh, uh, for uh, current investors. And uh, uh, we have no expectation about uh, uh, viral, uh, like that, that it will become viral. Uh, I guess it will, it was viral not only because of uh, the tech itself, but also uh, we have beautiful user, I think, and she's just ch ch charismatic. And uh, uh, people, just, people just like her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, after, by the way, on the, our YouTube uh, channel, we have uh, uh, like five or six videos, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you have visited long time ago the channel, uh, and uh, you can see there the, how the processes are are going on in uh, uh, in our uh, R and D facility. Yeah. Also, some users, so several users. Yeah. Uh, after um, so the video was posted like uh, more than a year ago after uh, it became it became viral like after three months being on YouTube. Really? And, uh, we don't know exactly the reasons why uh, YouTube algorithms uh, started to show it more. I don't know. Maybe it was like slowly becoming viral. But anyway, after it became viral, yeah, we had uh, much more, we started to have much more applications from users, from uh, potential investors, and from uh, amputee, uh, from, uh, from engineers that uh, would like to join our team. Really? Yes. And uh, that, that was the main result for us just the communities it's grown around uh, uh, as probionics yeah yeah I, I can see that because the, because it's a it's an, an it's it's a very interesting product and the field is there's an emotional attachment to this right so uh, I talked to, uh, that that's the that's the benefit of working in such a such a vertical right is um, you you attract people, right? That are genuinely interested and and, and have an interest, intrinsic motivation to to the product and to this area, right? So I talked to a guy just recently who's also in the health space, and so he says like, you know, we don't have a problem to find good people, right? Both on investor side or on the let's say on the you know if, if it's, uh, on the team side, right? Because there's always people that care about about this because it is a you know it's not it's not a consumer product it's it's really it is a, a very yeah there's an emotional attachment to this topic um so this is this is super interesting yeah agree and uh, sincerely um like evaluating our 
our paths and uh, the technologies that we, we are building and the people we are working with, I really uh, think that that is one of the most interesting places and uh, paths to be devoted uh, for. Like, that's, that's very cool uh, way. We are building here and movable machinery and uh, sensors that uh, uh, like advanced sensors that can uh, that allow to control digital world around devices around um, replace keyboards mouses and uh, uh, make uh, uh, and uh, uh, in the end like by that uh, electronic implants it will be kind of evolution evolution of human being like a real step forward in quality of who we are yeah. see like today's a lot of uh, uh, scenarios of how humanity will uh, will what humanity will do how humanity will look like uh, in uh, 100 years and 50 years and uh, most of them are pessimistic like uh, we we will um, do something some harm to to the earth we will de degrade and uh, um, we will uh, destroy us destroy planets yes, yes. So, so a lot of pessimistic scenarios and we are kind of uh, Optimistic engineering company. We are we are trying to build a, a bright future just by understanding that, for example, there are such problems of longevity or life fulfillment for yeah. people, and that is possible to solve uh, by technologies. And we are pushing that technologies, and uh, we believe that that's very possible to. Uh, to build bright future, like not uh, of course we don't believe in uh, uh, utopian scenarios, yeah, 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 yeah. but uh, uh, we are uh, we can become better and live in interesting world uh, full of uh, possibilities yeah. for each, each person. Has, has there been you said there has been investors reaching out and stuff and you you just like you were you were just in the us uh, beginning of uh, january at, at ces you know what are what are some of the you know are you are you soon going to raise uh, more money um you know you you still have a wait list uh, you have you're in a better phase you know you have early users small you know user group of getting really qualitative feedback etc what are the plans for this year um, in terms of you know expansion, um, you know maybe let's let's start there. Um, that year we will have our first uh, big investment round, and uh, uh, that year we will start um, expansion in the US. Our goal um, is to complete uh, the better test. Then there will be some superficial iteration of the product to feed it perfectly the US market and then we can install uh, 200 more hands uh, I guess it will be a, a mainly east coast of the US and uh, after that we are we are open to expand all over the world also for sure, parallel, we, we are going to other kinds of assistive devices. Now, the hand itself will step-by-step step grow to the bionic arm. And uh, we will add later the lag. And uh, we will connect also products of other vendors to our uh, ecosystem, to our software platform, to improve their controllability. Yeah. Interesting. And so how does the business model look like in the sense of, of financing the, the uh, prosthetics, you know, as a, from a user perspective? So if I, if I joined the wait list, you know, uh, you said like, uh, you know, obviously in order to sell it across the US, it needs to be FDA approved. But um, so uh, how does, you, you said like, you know, having a product that, that can be 
um, you know, finance also by insurance and stuff. But how, like in this case of the US, for example, how, how will it look like in terms of who's paying for, paying for the device? And so paying for the device plus, you know, the platform. Like, is there, is there like additional costs to that, you know, or how's, how's that, how does that look like? Uh, so if user, user comes to prosthetic clinics, uh, to, to come to what to to exact prosthetic clinic and they uh, chooses uh, which um, prosthesis he or she would like <laughs> would like to have and uh, after that uh, uh, prosthetic experts he uh, uh, writes uh, notes to insurance company to cover that case, and the insurance cover, uh, company uh, covers uh, costs of exact hand. Sometimes all costs, sometimes like ninety-five percent. Other part of costs should be covered by from from the pocket by the user or some donors. That's the main scenarios in, in the U.S. All over the world, scenarios differ, but uh, mainly they are covered by insurance reimbursement. Anyway, or some uh, donors. Yeah. Okay. And and so you went to the you went to CES, and you know it's it's uh, strange times to do that. Uh, you know, I, I saw some videos of you guys being there. You know, and, uh, face masks and everything, and just in general, less people than you know pre-COVID and stuff. How was how was CES? You know, was it was it the first time for you? And you know, what was the outcome like uh, for you? What was the experience there? You know, anything, any you know, productive, fruitful conversations. This was first time for us. Uh, we have uh, shown our product uh, publicly, like uh, to to everyone. Uh, our prosthetic control system and our uh, robotic hands. Uh, we have uh, uh, contacted, like, talked to uh, more than 400 people, and we had uh, uh, 30 uh, contacts. We are keeping dialogue right now, 30. And from them, 10 are, I would say, are important. That was from 10. Uh, from, from one to ten, it was for uh, eight for us. So that was that was good. That was uh, and efficient, and uh, oh, we were weren't very much distracted from our usual business process, and uh, we have got results. Yeah. So when 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 you. When you go, when you when you say like this year we're gonna get our first big um, funding round, um, you know, is that is that something that uh, is already let's say secured? Is that something that you're currently working on? Different different conversations you guys are having, and um, I, I would assume those are U.S. investors. You know, to, let's let's talk a little bit about this. Yeah, uh, U.S. investors uh, not secured yet. And we, I have haven't started yet active fundraising, but uh, I'm starting it soon. I read an article which where, where you were interviewed, and you said you would like to uh, to uh, your favorite investor would be Vinod Kosla. <laughs> oh yeah, I just uh, I just uh, uh, have heard a lot of uh, his uh, conversations, and uh, I just um, understand him very well. Yeah. And uh, I just feel that he will understand uh, uh, our path, where we're going, that way, yeah. and yeah. how inevitable it is. Like uh, the facts, we are, uh, we are that lay in our uh, in, in foundation of our idea. Yeah. So uh, I I think he will understand very very well and. Uh, that would be cool cooperation. Yeah. We haven't reached out to anyone from <laughs> Oslo <laughs> or from, from big top tier uh, investor investment funds. Yeah. But the fact that we are uh, 
we rely on inevitable things like that implanted electronics will become huge that uh, uh, most of uh, uh, companies that make r&d uh, in, uh, implanted electronics will rely on um, use on, on big communities of users of big wearables yeah and uh, that that we are one of the best companies right now by expertise to transform the industry uh, the the way it needed to be transformed so that's that's the facts we can prove very fast or uh or words that are obviously inevitable <laughs> <laughs> okay you know this is this is amazing because so let's talk about let's talk about ukraine you know let's talk about uh, eastern europe uh, a great engineering you know great expertise and 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 people you know with with the stem background you know in, in technical field engineering field you know computer science what's you know i i told you before i press recording that i you know for some time already i've been observing it that something is going on you know um let, let's talk about this you know what, what what's going on with the ecosystem you know like I, I i have a feeling that there's more and more you know young ambitious people coming up with great ideas great great companies and the fact that engineering like you know the fact that the engineering so the heart of it right not the sales right the heart of of, of your company sits there right that that is so incredible let's let's talk about this yeah so uh, for sure um tech uh, in uh, ukraine and all the community of uh, engineers and uh, all the attention inside ukraine and the uh, importance of that community for ukraine itself and uh, even its impact on on politics of ukraine on building society in ukraine it's booming that's so huge right now it was it, it was never so and in like during next years for sure it will be booming booming even even more so uh yeah the, the right come is something huge in that uh, perspective like uh, you can expect that like uh like a lot much more engineers will come from ukraine and much more uh, uh founders of uh, billion dollar companies and uh, right now from uh, r&d side from how cost effective it is it's um, much more cost effective than uh, yeah absolutely companies from than teams from uh, from from asia right now and uh, oh, that engineers can compete uh like any part of uh, uh with engineers from many parts of the world yeah for sure like for uh for challenges we we have uh, in asper bionics we should build for sure international camp, uh, international team and we're building it but uh, uh, significant R&D part will, will stay in Kiev, uh, Ukraine, and we can have here like hundreds of engineers. That's very possible. Also manufacturing facility or assembly line that is also very cost effective and it is proven many times that it's possible to build here top tier hardware products that will be sold worldwide. Yeah, this is, this is so incredible because it is the biggest opportunity for the entire region you know not just like talking about ukraine but talking about you know lithuania and and you know the other places this is and, and the, the fact what you said right that intentions and politics I, I think it's a very very it, it's very highly dependent as well on how politics is going to enable support it or you know uh, yeah nurture it support it because this is the biggest opportunity for the for, for the for the entire region right and and the, the 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 question is whether yes obviously you know investments so big money 
um, will definitely come from the outside, right? So from, from, from other places, but it will still, you know, the human capital, which is ultimately what, what, what makes this possible, right? Is so incredible. And if you can support it and then ultimately transfer it also to society and make the countries also better, this, this will be the, 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 biggest, the biggest impact. Yes, building society, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a part of building a brighter future. Yeah. Yeah, so what, what do you think? Um, I mean, we definitely seen it, and I, I like it to say you will see more billion-dollar companies and founders and stuff coming out of, out of that region, out of that place. What do you think still needs to happen or um, in order to accelerate it, you know? I mean, we've we've seen the first examples, right? We've seen we've seen Grammarly, we've seen we've seen uh, other other examples. Um, but what do you think still needs to happen in order to accelerate it? Or why do you think? Or let me phrase it differently: Do you think that attention in the Western world has not yet um, been properly placed on 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 on, on this region? Mm, yeah, for sure. I think we just need some time. It is it is coming clearly. We I have hear feedback from investors that oh that they hear uh, like during last uh, uh, mm, during like last uh, months or years they hear uh, much more about uh, Ukrainian. Uh, engineers and uh, this kind of uh, uh, bus by the way that uh, recent uh, uh, the issues um, recent re recent issues with uh, uh, Ukraine Russia uh, confrontation that's uh, uh, Russia risk of uh, Russian invasion and etc all that need we, we in Ukraine, it is it is uh, called uh, like uh, just media bus from Russia. We uh, Ukraine has uh, uh, war with Russia already for eight years. Just no one care much uh, about that uh, in the world. Uh, no one cared for. For eight years, just right now, <laughs> there are a lot of bus, just because it is, uh, it it was needed for for geopolitical reasons uh, for some countries, and uh, uh, Ukraine got a lot of uh, negative attention, I would say, for uh, as an investment opportunity. But finally. Uh, a lot of people who thought that Ukraine is a Russia, uh, they understand that that's totally different and even opposite, uh, uh, like countries, even opposite countries uh, uh, in a in a perspective of uh, of world worldwide community, and. Uh, uh, Finally, uh, I should not explain to investors that, uh, yeah, we are not from Russia, <laughs> we are from Ukraine. But uh, uh, I, I think in a month or in two months, uh, uh, all that uh, Russia invasion uh, bus, media bus, huge media campaign will, will be over. And uh, Ukraine just will keep the, uh, the attention by... Mm -hmm. Uh, by results, by engineering results, by uh, by growing. Yeah. So we are uh, here in Ukraine. It is booming uh, the technology sector. Yeah. Right. Every, every everywhere, I think. So I also think that it will not take long enough. So there is already people from the U.S. that are exploring the area. So that are looking at Eastern Europe. So I talked to a founder from uh, from uh, Lithuania. And um, like there, he said like, yeah, you know, I recently met up with a guy, so one of the big, big investor 
uh, from from Silicon Valley, looking at the region itself. And I, I think there's because you know there's so much money available that now qualitative deal flow is um, you know as important as it has never been, right? So that that's why I think at maybe some are you know uh, are a little bit scared, right? Because what you actually said, right? Uh, there's this negative the western world right people from the western world for them you know the the eastern eastern part that's how they grew, grew up right uh, there it's it's kind of placed in their in their head that it's like this this negative association right but um i think on a global level you know there's uh especially with with uh, you know this 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 abundance of of money right now and the focus on startups there will they will not come around you know um without looking at this because just because of the high quality and cost cost effective and cost efficient uh um let's say uh, approach that you have the same with india for example right although india as an ecosystem itself um is you know can function by itself i i, I don't think they would need the us um just because they have uh, it's, it's it's because of its size etc the same as china for example but um, definitely, it's it's going to be very very interesting to observe how the region evolves. Sure, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So um, you know, let me let me let me rephrase differently. So without going into politics, uh, I guess one of the one of the um, that's one of the inheritances of of the Soviet Union, obviously, right? To that we have great engineering talent in in uh, in Eastern Europe, right? Uh, in Ukraine and in Lithuania, without looking at politics, right? Do you do you also see like great great companies in like for example Russia or like great engineers start like the startup scene basically, right? The, the uh, with with obviously uh, having a common dominator in the language, for example, right? So do you also see interesting things happening there? Um, interesting companies, interesting, you know, just in general developments. Yeah, I think the uh, the uh, politics stuff is very it it, it ruins uh, Russia's uh, tech sector could have also uh, great results, but uh, the uh, political administration, the, how how what the company does in uh, in the world. It uh, it destroys a lot of uh, great results that could happen. Yeah, that's that's a burden. That's uh, something that should should change uh, because there are very uh, bright minds and uh, uh, cool engineers, but they have just much less opportunities in the world. They could yeah. uh, they could uh, expand all over the world their technologies. But uh, uh, the, it is so much constrained by all that uh, uh, military stuff, by uh, all that geopolitics. Uh, really, politi politics uh, kill, kills uh, opportunities, for example. You know, you you guys are you you guys are going to the U.S. and I, I thought this I, I saw this uh, post with some guy. So I, I saw a post with a from a guy from Germany uh, who went to to went to Ukraine. You know, uh, basically just like checking out the ecosystem, talking to people, meeting people. And so he basically said like he because he was like looking at it from a European perspective, right? And he said like also you know noticing what's going on, young people, ambitious, you know. Uh, very opportunistic great engineering talent and then saying like you know people um you know with, with the, the world being such a small place you know uh, because of you know con uh, technology that connects us globally and the the ease that with what with which we can for example open up a company and stuff right that um that region goes primarily to the u.s you know um I mean, there's there's obvious reasons for that. One, the ease of funding the huge market um, that's uh, you know obviously it's just one one language, one 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 country, right, and not fragmented as in Europe. But he says like that is a big big pity as well for Europe because it is completely not like it does not have it on its radar and it's completely missing out on that, right? 
So from your perspective, right? And yes, I just named the obvious reasons why cho choosing the US, right? How do you look at Europe as a founder from Ukraine, uh, right? How do you, how, like that, that is building an insane company that is super innovative and very interesting and stuff. Like, how do you look at Europe? Yeah, uh, just for us, uh, for us, Europe is a second market and uh, it will, we will have uh, for sure part of the team in, and uh, offices in Europe later. But uh, it is better to start from the US. Why? Because uh, mm, Europe is in, in our field is still 27, 27 separate markets. Uh, and the US is just one, one, one huge. And that's, that's uh, the reason, the main reason, like I would say like 80% of, uh, of our uh, like uh, why we are going there, not, not in, in uh, France or Germany, but uh, uh, Germany, France, uh, and uh, big, uh, especially big uh, countries uh, inside uh, European Union, uh, they will be our our markets also in uh, in in a year or two. So we will expand there for sure. Yeah. Uh, we 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 have no uh, like. Um, we, we we see not we don't see any reasons not to do that and like we are okay with the European uh, market just the opportunity itself is uh, lower because it is 27 separate markets yeah. with different languages with different like uh, mm, let's say patterns of uh, work processes or conditions yeah, yeah. inside clinics uh that's uh, that's tough for our product if we would have some consumer electronics it would be easier but we have very specific product for narrow niche yeah 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 i, I think so yeah the, the, the problem is definitely in the regulatory uh you know even though it's you know the european union but then again you know it's, it's not 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 that much of a union if you if you look at specific details right but i think just like if, if you look at Europe, I think just from a language perspective alone, I think you, you definitely start with the German speaking because, you know, with the three countries, you have 100 million people, right? So um, I, I think that that's a very logical step. And then also from a, from a legal perspective, they, I think they, they would not differ that much. Uh, but yeah, so it's an obvious reason. I think, I think that's one of the, <laughs> one of the problems for, uh, of the European Union in that sense. But interesting yeah hey uh, Dima uh, it was really really nice to have you in the podcast uh, you know uh, I, I wish you the best best of luck for for you know the, the, this year and with the company we will definitely you know keep 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 rooting for you guys um, and uh, you know thanks for being on the show thank you for a great conversation thank you for having me here wish you also the best <laughs>